got away, got away, got away on business. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers, but you shouldn't care. Welcome to Hey James, Watch This, a celebration of mediocrity. In this, and indeed every episode, Russ and Fry will try to convince their friend James why he should watch an absolutely unnecessary film. Hey James, Watch This. Hi everybody, welcome to Hey James, Watch This. I am James. I'm Russ. And I'm Fry. And I saw that short movie that you sent. It was called The Journey, I believe. It was pretty good, yeah. French. I enjoyed it. It is. I would like to speak about short films. Like they're just the, the thing about short films is I feel like all the good parts are magnified and the bad parts are muted because you don't have to sit through the stuff you dislike. And when the good stuff comes up, also this film was really tight in editing. They didn't really yeah. waste any time. Every yeah. conversation, it's like when it's over, it's you're on to you're the on next, the next part scene, of the journey. Yeah, for sure, uh, that that was great. I will say, and I, I might be a little bit broken when it comes to like uh, me wanting like a horror ending to a movie, but there was this undertone there in the first five seconds of the movie. Their first conversation she had with her dad, I was like, oh, he killed his wife. Like I was oh. certain of that. No, I didn't assume that. I was that. certain. <laughs> well, and I was wrong, obviously, but I was certain of it. And I forgot the genre, right? It was it's drama, not horror. Yeah. So <laughs> this but is this is just could, a shitty ass dad. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of got the impression, and again, I may be reading way too much into this, but I kind of got the impression that maybe he had some kind of mental illness. But oh, probably. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, like he had something, nothing that would debilitate him from going day to day, but like he had some kind of problem, you know, anyway. I think but, that's uh, like one of the other benefits of short media as well, is they don't yeah. spend the time being like, and here's the scene where we go to the doctors and get his exact diagnosis. Here yeah, it is exactly. on paper so you can read it. They're yeah. just like, you can read into it what you want to. This has been my message to comic book fans and also, I, I guess, video game fans for years. The more you explain something, the less interesting it is yep. and the less you think about it. The more but, answers you have, and I guess now Star Wars fans. Did you need to know why it. Solo's name was Solo? Nah, you didn't really, did you? It was just kind of his name, and nobody really thought and about no it. no one cared. But now that you point that out, so, oh, Star Wars does have a lot of stupid fucking names. Doesn't it count Dooku? Look, uh, yes, you're absolutely right about Star Wars. Count Dooku, what the fuck? Who, who approved that script? That's not the, the only one, bud. Hey, wait, uh, Yoda, if you really think about it, Yoda's a stupid hey, y- y- name. But Yoda's name kicks ass. accepted it until they made us think about how dumb these names are. Luke Skywalker is a stupid name. No, no Luke, Luke Skywalker is an Skywalker's awesome name. name. You shut up. Also, no, they yeah. named a Jedi, I'm a gonna die, and then they killed yep. him. Yep, 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 yep. So, they shouldn't I, have I, broached I, that topic. Yeah, I want to be clear. I'm making no attempts to defend Star Wars canon here. Russ that is. shit's on its own. I um, will defend every piece of <laughs> stupid ass Star Wars canon until the end of time. Do I know it's stupid? Quite. Oh my god, but I do. I want to. I want to respond to the idea that you. It, it's always a bad thing to explain more in a narrative. The sort like the the Brandon Sanderson books, as we're all fans of here on the show. <laughs> They eventually go pretty deep into explaining like how the magic works, how this, you know, how things got to be the way That's they are, a book. And, it, and it only adds more interest to it. The That's... world is so rich now, and now, deep, and this is just an unpaid advertisement for every book that Brandon Sanderson. Has. I love that you picked the author that everyone agrees has the best hard magic system in the fucking history of the world. <laughs> yeah. Russ, I would like 
it's your answer. I know you've read more Brandon Sanderson than I have. I would like your answer as to whether you agree with Fry's statement or whether you don't know enough. Or oh what no, your I, opinion I, is. I completely. No, I, I love the hard magic system, but I also think that when you translate it to television, it's going Boom. to be embarrassing. Boom! Oh yeah, that, I'll, you know I'll give you that. It Books not are a, a different. I, we, this is a movie podcast. We talk about movies. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Brandon Sanderson is a good author, and I will stand for Bridge Four for the rest of my life. <laughs> but and I really will. It was an emotional moment. I'm not going to lie. It got to yeah. me. It, it's just a well written book. I I will say I trailed off on the second book. That doesn't mean he's a bad author. It just means I am lazy about reading. But. When you go to a movie, or television is fine, it's a fine analogy, you have to leave people wondering because you're taking away a lot of the imagination that people normally have. You're using up your imagination. You can't spend 30 minutes of a two-hour movie explaining what different metals do with different crystals. Certainly, absolutely, that's part of it. But I think the other piece of it is you're already removing a lot of what people had visually imagined in their heads. It's going to be different from what a lot of people think. And that's not a bad thing. You know. You just uh, have your interpretation. What I was but just You're going to use that brain power on really dissecting the shit they do explain, and you're going to find out most of the time it doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. What I was just thinking, wait until that blue fairy turns into a spear. Looks cool in your head, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. wait till, yeah. ter- oh, wait till Tinkerbell yeah. turns into a sword. Oh, fuck me. In my head, it looked badass, but if I was a visual animator, I'd probably be like, fuck off. I'm going to go get a real job. <laughs> Can't I, I design a spaceship or something? I, I disagree. I think that's going to look amazing, and I look forward to seeing it. Oh, oh bless you your heart. <laughs> well, I, I am the optimist of the show. Yeah, and we, we need you for that, because Russ and I both think that the world will probably be a better place without humans in it. But, you know, you can't win them all. Meteor 2024. <laughs> Who would listen to our podcast? Uh, well, it wouldn't be a problem. Uh, any hoodle, moving on. Any hoots and hollers, gentlemen. Well, uh, Russ Fry. <laughs> What do we have today? For whatever reason, the score is ninety-five to ninety-eight on. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I thought I was. Oh, that's right. Fries at ninety-five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm willing to switch. <laughs> and as ever, our category for untitled.txt corresponds with our genre for the movie, and our movie mm. genre was independent animation. And here was a problem yes, that Fry was. and I ran into. Uh, usually. If you make an animated feature without a big studio attached, and Mm -hmm. it's under the control and direction of one person, it oftentimes turns out to be really good. Oh, yes. I hadn't thought about that. And so most of our choices for independent animation are just really good movies. And so we (laughs) found a divisive one. Oh. And one that was made by a filmmaker that you will be very familiar with. Oh. So, uh, it is also the first time we've ever done a short film on Hey James, Watch Ooh. This. Yeah. Speaking to your earlier points. But on untitled.txt, all of our yes. trivia questions are independent animation. Well, right. this will be interesting. I think I, this is the, the time we do or die, Fry. We were I look to, forward to maybe getting a point. You Well, I, I look forward to one of us getting the belt. <laughs> this was the first full-length feature in clay animation. Oh, yeah. Was that Tool uh, music video? (laughs) California Raisins? (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, uh, So was this Stop... No. Oh, was was it that Rudolph movie? The stop motion? 
Uh, no, that was stop motion. Oh, no, motion. it's Clash of the Titans. No, no, no. Y- y- y'all, are, oh. y'all are all thinking of stop motion, but this is clay. Specifically, claymation. Was there a Gumby movie? Oh. Oh, a good guess. Uh, that is yeah, not the answer. that is a good guess. It's before Gumby. Well, no, it wasn't did before Gumby, s- because, uh, because I they- said feature length. Oh, yeah. did they do a Stretch Armstrong movie? <laughs> God, that was a fun toy. Oh, I never had one. We couldn't afford it. Um, <laughs> that's what I was told. Don't tell me it was a cheap toy it was like now. Five dollars. That's, that's what I was told. <laughs> Your parents just didn't want you pulling it open and shooting the weird jelly everywhere. My parents one hundred percent knew I would rip it open to see what it was made of. Okay. Well, boys, the answer is the Adventures of Mark Twain. Oh, really? Nineteen eighty-five, where the devil makes a guest appearance. How much uh, of the racist stuff did they leave in? Uh, only implied. Mm. This film was an international co-production among companies in France, Belgium, Canada, and the UK, and tells the story of Madame Souza, an elderly woman who goes on a quest to rescue her grandson, Champion, a Tour de France cyclist. Oh, 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 I've seen this. What was the freaking title? It's the one where the bikers are controlling the earth with the really big legs, right at the end? No? I will give you the I year. Th- sure. If you want it. That's 2003. Sure. You're thinking yeah. of the right movie. I know, but I don't know the title of the movie. The Cyclist? Well, good guess. Uh, I mean, I won't. if it's in French, I won't know the French title. <laughs> it's mostly silent. Yeah, it is. But I think it was a, mostly a French... Uh, the atmosphere yeah. is very... Yep, for sure. Damn, I've God. seen this and I enjoyed it. Fry, I, what do you got? I have never seen nor heard of anything like this movie. It's, so this oh, is it's, absolutely your chance. Okay, I don't remember the name of the movie, but Fry, if you what? get a chance, like, you should see this. Well, it's watch really this good. lightning bolt come down on James's oh, head because boy. that is the triplets of Belleville. Yes, the triplets of Belleville. Oh, it's so Fry. You have to. I'm not even mad. Okay. I didn't get it. I'm just glad Russ said it so I could finally <laughs> Fry. Watch this movie. I really it's enjoyed really good. this one. It's good. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch the triplets of Belleville. Thank you, Russ. Yeah, no. Oh, triplets of Belleville. This is one of the only three Don Bluth movies to not be a musical. The others being The Land Before Time and Titan A.E. The Fox and the Hound. No. Oh, that wasn't Bluth. He didn't do Watership Down, did he? <laughs> uh, no, it's not this. Because I know for a fact that wasn't a musical. That no. was a travesty. Oh, oh, Empire A.E. No. Earth A.E. I just said uh, what, the others were Land Before oh, Time and Titan, Titan A.E. Is, uh, Titan A.E. Uh. We're going to take oh. a stab. It's uh, The Land Before Time 2? Uh, no, we don't talk about those. <laughs> what if I said the, the National Institutes for Mental Health? Oh, Don Bluth. You know what's frustrating is I've actually been looking into Ralph Bashke stuff lately, and so it's, it's completely taken over my Don Bluth knowledge. Very interesting. Bashke was weird. Yes, yes he um, was. Mm. Well, boys, that is the secret of Nim. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, God, National Institutes for Mental Health, or Nim. <laughs> oh, is that what it stood clue. for? Yep. I didn't know what that stood for. Wow, okay. I need to rewatch that. This is the title given to the combination of two adult stop-motion animated short films created (laughs) by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. 
The oh. two films were released in 1992 and 1995 and formed the basis for South Park. Uh, yes. Uh, it was the Christmas card or the Christmas... It was sent out on a VHS and they had the store... Oh, it was uh, Santa versus Jesus? Okay, that was, was the title of, of one of them. And then the other one was... I'm just learning something interesting with this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they have a very interesting... They literally sent this out as a VHS to like people who might be able to make the show. It was literally how they got their start. Um, Amazing. Oh, what was the other... Oh, it was... Um, was it Satan versus Jesus? Well, you are just pinging all around it. That was the spirit of Christmas. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the first animated film to receive an X rating. <laughs> it's um oh it's it's Bashki it's got to be right uh, it is ba- uh, it is one of his yeah but I I it, re- it was like You've Chica- just been reading up on him it was like Chicago Nights or something no not no. that one Detroit Afternoons <laughs> what was it called Gosh oh this is frustrating <laughs> it's very interesting to see how James knows quite a lot about this but not just the specific titles of things yeah, yeah. I. I it's it's I've never been good at dates and names like it's it, I know about uh, like general waves and stuff. And Fry just seems to be sitting quietly. I, I've basically never seen any of these you've mentioned. Fry, you've uh, seen you've seen a Ralph Bashke animation if you've seen the Hobbit, the animated one the, from a well, long time ago. That's true. That's true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that is Fritz the Cat, boys. Oh, there. Yep. 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 Well, this is this might be a no scorer here. We'll see. Well, if no, you're going to get you're going to get a couple of these. Okay, I'm debating whether I, I have one that I didn't write down, but I just thought of, and I think I'm going to use it. Okay. Um, Darren Aronofsky bought the rights to this picture only so he could include one scene in Requiem for a Dream. Oh no! I have read that story. That's an and interesting that, bit of that trivia. Means- that I don't yeah. know the name of the movie of. And that name sounds super familiar, but I think, Fry, you might be ahead of me on this one, dude. Yeah, I think you're ahead well, of me. Well, Aronofsky's an American I, I, director, and I'll give you the yeah. Japanese director. It was uh, uh, Satoshi Kon. Hmm. Oh, no, no. It was Millennium Actress. Oh, good guess. It was not. Oh, mm. uh, Very good guess. And the uh, one I'm talking about was 1997. Oh, it was 97. Is the answer well, and- to this question no i understand yeah. and, and and the film he bought the rights for which is the answer to this question is that also animated no oh. requiem for a dream was live action and starred jared leto and uh jennifer Connolly and oh well, that requiem for a dream oh oh okay, yeah. okay. so he bought the I, rights I to remake an animated picture to include one scene in requiem for a dream i feel like i know part of the title is is blue in the title Mmm, that might be a thing that is. Yeah, I thought so. The blue actress for the blue... I, no, that's not right. Wow, y'all, y- y'all, y'all do have good knowledge of this. That was Perfect Blue. Perfect oh, Blue! Oh, yes. that one, okay. I'll give you, here, here's another one. I'll, I'll give you another Satoshi Kon one, just for the fuck of it. Inception was directly inspired by this movie. Oh, Paprika. Paprika is the correct answer. Oh, oh yeah. I did not know that. Honestly, all of the Satoshi Kon films I've seen are great. They're absolutely worth watching. This is a hand-drawn animated movie, but shot on 35mm film. All of the visual oh. effects are captured in camera with trick mm-hmm. photography. Yeah, I, I, I think... Is this Fantasia? No, it is 2012. No, 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 no. 
No, oh, I wow. actually, I, I know what this film is, Russ. It's one of your favorite films of all time. It is absolutely one of my favorite uh, films. And if I can remember the name of this goddamn sadness and also amazement, um, it's by the animator. You can do this. You got this one. All you need is two points. Why are you not remembering? Is it just because you're old? Is it because you're about to turn another year? Um, God. This, Getting oh. existential this week on Hey James, Watch This. Russ, you have done such a good job. This is right on the edge. I, I've seen this film with you. With me. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I cannot remember the name. And The director wouldn't give me a point anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's Don Hertzfeld. Rem- uh, yeah, Hertzfeld. Thank you. Was this a like feature length film released in theaters? Uh, it well, if it was in theaters, it was in you know like art house shows and things. But yeah, it was yeah, feature it length. Wasn't, it wasn't a wide. I'll release, give you another clue. It was... it, the feature length was a combination of three of his previous shorts. He stuck yeah, them all together. I, I, right. Yes, okay. of course it was. But yeah, because uh, I, I I have absolutely now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's but really good. <laughs> and it's really really good. Well, that is uh, it's such a beautiful day. Oh, yes. Yep. That's so frustrating. I've seen that with you. Probably both of you at one point. (laughs) This film is considered by many to be the prototypical Pixar film. Now, I will say at the outset here, it is not CG. It is not 3D. It is 2D. Okay. Many of Pixar's important members, including Joe Ramp and John Lasseter, were involved with production. It also contains tropes that have become common in Pixar, such as objects with human-like qualities, a long journey that changes the characters, and dark themes hidden in the guise of a children's film. Even the famous Pixar code A113 appears as an apartment number. And it's not 3D. It is 2D. I was... Almost through that description, thinking it was Beauty and the Beast, but I don't remember any apartments. Remember Indie, Independent Animation. Yeah, okay, yeah. I admit I don't know much about Pixar. Well, no, this is not a Pixar, Pixar picture. It was before Pixar. But if you know about Pixar, you know about the stuff they did before they were Pixar. And well, I, I think know. both of y'all might have seen it because this is the Brave Little Toaster. I never saw that. No. I don't think I saw it either, actually. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Another piece of trivia on that one is the director watched the rough cut and said there were two scenes that were much too scary to be left in and they should be taken out, and then they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'll give you one more and then a bonus because this is a a hell of a game. It really is. The British Board of Film Classification is still receiving complaints about this movie Four decades after its release, due to the board's decision to classify it as you or suitable for all. Can we get a year? 1978. I mean, it's got to be Watership Down. It is Watership Down. Yeah. Watership Down is a fucking nightmare you should never show to most adults and no children. All right. If either of you get this, I will award enough points to make it a runaway uh, next week. (laughs) Fair enough. This is the oldest surviving animated feature film. Two earlier ones were created in Argentina, but they are considered lost. It's not Steamboat Willie, is it? No. Feature length. V- oh, feature. This is what? 1910s? 1926 is the year on that one. 26. Okay. It's going to be really old, yeah. It's, yeah, it's... Um, I mean, if it's the, the earliest surviving one, it was probably still a very experimental way to make movies back then. It was. They came yeah. up with a lot of interesting techniques to make it happen. 
There's a, a professor at TCU who I am letting down so badly right now <laughs> by not knowing this. You've probably it, heard of it. You might have seen snippets on YouTube. Yeah, I. It, it's not a... Where did it come from, you said? Uh, this one was German. Oh. I said the ones uh, considered it, lost were from Argentina. Is an animated version for kids of Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're a decade no, I, early, but... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, hmm... Yeah, I mean, when it's probably just the show that inspired Hitler. When, when it's that old, I assume it's going to be pretty awful. Well, it is The Adventures of Prince Ahmed. Oh, I've never heard of oh, it. Yeah. Never heard of it. Is that what inspired Prince of Persia? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. <laughs> well, that would be one to Fry and one to James. <laughs> That's why I have 99 you points. Have, James is sitting at 99. <laughs> yours to lose at this point. That's that's better than I thought we would get on this category, to be honest. Hey, man, I told you, it's still anyone's game, you know? It's, it, it was, Russ, you picked the right category. Fry and I clearly know a lot about this, but not enough to answer the question. <laughs> I'm not sure why we're going to continue this particular episode of the podcast, because we might as well just go on to whether or not we've seen anything good or not. <laughs> yeah. Because this but we, is... we should describe it for the listeners. Oh, no, for anyway. sure, for sure, well, for sure. Yeah. This is... 2015, this is Ralph Bakshi, and this is The Last Days of Coney Island. <laughs> you crazy son. <laughs> that was every bit as good as I thought it would be. So this is going to get pretty sexy in a weird, weird Man, there's way. a lot of tits. <clears throat> yeah, but they're not going to be like half of them won't be like people tits. Yeah, they're not. It's going to it's yeah. going to get weird. Yeah, yeah. I so. haven't seen this particular movie, but I know a little bit about Bashki, so this will be interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is a a very short film, as as we also were mentioning before. Just mm-hmm. really, we've primed the pump for you on this one. You're, <laughs> you're probably going to say yes no matter what I say. Uh, but. It was kind of comprised of, of two different stories in around the same place. Yeah. So the the first one, we have a character named Shorty. It, the, all of these are you know set in and around Coney Island. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we got Shorty. He's a little bit upset. He has, has gone home and saw his mom sleeping with a clown. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what I does guess, his mom do know. for a profession, Fry? She is a fortune teller. At- <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that checks out. So Shorty does, does about the only thing you can do and then uh, murders them. Yeah, okay, there we go. Really, really murders them. Yeah, it's, it's a Bashki film. He's not going to be shy. And the, the body parts of this clown are numerous and fly all over Coney Island. Yep, yep, yep. And this attracts the attention of the mob, who's like, hey, we could hire you. You're pretty, pretty good at killing people and making them into small pieces. That's the kind of entrepreneurship we need in the mob. That's the kind of go-getter attitude we need. Yeah. And so that's the story of how Shorty joined the mob. Okay. We, we then transition over to the, the Stool Pigeon Bar. Ah. <laughs> it's a Subtle. Subtle, right? Yeah. In case you couldn't guess, this is a hangout for cops. Oh, wow. <laughs> Weird, right? Wait, are... I missed some subtext. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's a little bit more for you. Most of the cops are drawn as 
giant pigs. So just in case there's <laughs> anything you were missing. Oh, now I go. get it. Yeah, yeah. It's he's not really pro cop in this movie. I don't think. Now I did say pigs. More like nightmare pigs from your nightmares. Yeah, no, they're they're more like the pigs from Duke, the Duke Nukem original game. Yeah, like and yeah. Of course, that goes for for everything I have described so far. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yeah. The animation style is actually really interesting. So you've got the yep. the really fucked up drawings, but you know, really detailed and all that. Yeah. Against like a back a static backdrop. Of yeah. Like they did that of to, Brooklyn from the sixties. Yeah, they did that to save money, but also to try and get the atmosphere in. But it was yeah, mostly it, to save money. Well, I, that's a fair point because it was made off of a Kickstarter budget. So it, this is Bashki was extremely independent, as we would say now in film. He did never had anyone's backing because all he made was at the time weird shit, filth, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he made the entire thing in Toon Boom, which you can run on a toaster. Yeah, it is the <laughs> you will not need any specialized rig to run this. You do not need a video encoder or a decoder to run Toon Boom. <laughs> One of the uh, the interviews I was reading, he mentioned he had, he had talked to a friend and he was like, "Hey, should I get a studio to buy this and you know say it's going to take 150 million to make, and then I'll just do it on my computer and buy yes. the rest?" <laughs> and the friend was like, "Yeah, but you'll have to make it PG." And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bashki was an interesting dude. He he's got some interesting counterculture sort of vibes to him but it seems like he was just kind of a scumbag <laughs> like if you read about his life i this is honestly my first time really hearing about him i did see uh, really the, 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 what was it the hobbit the hobbit he, did, he yeah. did the animated version of the hobbit no no no, no it was it, it was lord of the rings and it was still it was lord of the rings oh, well oh rings. okay yeah. yeah sorry lord of the rings and it was it's the most wholesome thing he's ever done and it was still kind of off the whole he time. Did, I love I loved it. He did a Reddit AMA a few years ago that was off the chain. Did he Oh, I have to go read that. Oh my. Anyway. Continue, Fry, please. Yeah. I'm so, I'm very so back, very much Back to the stool pigeon bar. Yeah. We've got Shorty there and there's his girl Molly who's uh, uh-huh. dancing on the stage. Oh, of course. And <laughs> I, he says his girl at first. Uh-huh. Uh, which is Different from what you're thinking of. Uh, when he yeah. says his girl, he means the girl I will definitely convince to be my wife or be my lady at some point. Yeah, no, that wasn't different uh, from what I was thinking of. Yeah, no, he, he had never <laughs> talked to her like in person. All of this is happening in a context. And I, I have not seen this particular movie, but I have a strong context. Yeah. So Shorty then tells us about how Molly h- hangs out with a, a cop named Max. Yes. And, Max, you know, there, yeah, it hangs out is a, a term you could use, and we'll leave yeah, it at that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Max hangs out at a different bar, and this is the bar that, that several cops also congregate in. Mm-hmm. And he's there with his partner. And so Max is this kind of like big guy, and his partner is this, this like scrawny little dude. And they describe him as like, this is Max. He's a big guy, and he's pretty smart. And this is, this is his partner, who's neither of those things. <laughs> you know, they're hanging out. Molly comes over, and then she's like, I got to go to work. And so, you know, she leaves to go dance at the stool pigeon. Yep. And a little bit later, we see the assistant come up to the to Max and say, 
hey, you know what? We could probably uh, probably get a promotion if we let a raid on the stool pigeon. There's like so <laughs> many uh, crimes going on there. And he's like, nah. And Max is like trying to play it cool. He's like, nah, I don't think we should. You know, my friend Molly works there. I think it's a good place. <laughs> Have you ever seen like, someone's life disintegrate before your eyes? That's what watching every Ralph Bashke picture is like. Oh, don't worry. Well, several coming. lives here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. How's the voice work? The characters that he hired as voice actors... They had voices. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of a sort. Yeah. Russ, this isn't a visual medium. Say what you're feeling. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is the best podcast material. Me making faces and y'all being silent. And Russ, Russ, you can edit that silence to whatever length you like. And I do so often. Do you know how well your jokes land because of me? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it's absolutely required that you you edit out the... Us going, wait, what did that joke mean? And figuring it out, and then yeah, cut and straight then to the laughter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, Fry, please. Yeah. So, uh, one thing leads to another. The, the, <laughs> the, young, the, under, the younger detective one gets thing the leads idea. to another. And he convinces Max, like, yeah, we got to do this raid. There's a bunch of crimes there. You can just mm-hmm. tell Molly not to come to work that day. Yeah. And so... Somehow she misses the message or doesn't care and goes into work anyway, so she gets arrested with all the rest. Of course. Goes away to jail for a while, just utterly dis- destroying Max. Mm-hmm. And then one day he's leaving the bar, and, and she shows up, and he's, she's right there. Yeah. And, he, uh, and, and mysteries kill- happen. And mysteries yes. happen. How does she try to kill him? Or does she mysteries happen, Fry. Yes. Oh, let's, okay. Uh, let's leave Russ, it one, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a short film. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so okay. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's ninety-five percent of the way through the picture. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a short film. That's fair enough. Uh, Fry, do you want to highlight some things that you really enjoyed about the film, whether it be the animation or the voice act? <laughs> uh, uh, right. What I mean is, uh, are there things, that, scenes, or anything that you particularly enjoyed that you would like to communicate? I realize the the concept of the show is that I am here to convince you to watch a movie. But we're actually going to take slightly different roles this time. Sure. Because it seems like you already want to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch am, the fuck out of this movie. I, I am sorry, not yeah. any kind of a fan of Ralph Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I don't blame I love you, my him. friend. It is not for everyone, but it is my thing. I my, love the my weirdness. Favorite, my favorite part of this movie is that it is 22 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Fry, I love you. If you were here, I would hug you right now. I'm not joking. Oh, yeah, like yeah. When Russ was it's, suggesting some, like, yeah. he sent me several, and I looked at that, and my first thought was, no, anything but that. And then <laughs> Russ, at, at, the same, at the same time, two things happened. Russ mentioned that you like this, this director. I do. I noticed the runtime of the film. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like... I can do this for 22 minutes. 25 <laughs> might have been too many. I was going to say, I, even 22 was stretching it because, Fry, I know your tastes. They're different from mine. There's nothing wrong with that. Neither of us are wrong. We just have personal preferences, and Bashki is not up your alley, I don't yeah, believe. It's, it's yeah, a little bit of a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, it's, wild. It's, in a way, it's horror, right? Because what yeah. you're really watching is people's lives slowly being destroyed before you. But it's in a hilarious, poorly animated, badly voice acted by someone who either hated all of humanity or hated everyone except himself. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. Russ, 
what would you like to say about it's this so film? funny I, I am a fan <laughs> oh yeah me too and my wife who works in animation was not a fan <laughs> i can only imagine that she would hate this with every fiber of her being uh yeah yeah uh, and and so the philosophize me is all about this and art and <laughs> what it means and i try to avoid just long quotes in these mm. things but Everything I wanted to say has already been said better. And so I took yeah, a long yeah. quote from Neil Gaiman and cut it down a little bit. Oh, shit. Okay, well, uh, if you're going to do a long quote, that's the guy. Let's well, I'm going to link the whole thing. The whole speech is 20 minutes long. Oh, perfect. But, yeah, oh, okay. okay. But, I, but I cut it down a bit. And so the philosophize me is, what does it mean to spend your entire life pursuing one discipline but never getting it right <laughs> or mainstream or you know to have any sort of appeal other than yeah. to just fucking weirdos real and niche fuckos like us yeah like ralph bashi is a legend in animation yeah he has awards named after him and he was never a household name take it from the man himself this is this is old ralph quoting here uh, i have been in a thousand meetings in a thousand studios all directors and writers lie they make movies about lying they try to tame the masses they write about what they think will make money they are willing to entertain people in theaters they are not writing about what they really feel i never thought in those terms i just wanted to write about what i thought was right Pandering to an audience never entered my mind. I was not sitting there thinking about who's sitting in the theaters watching my picture. My whole attitude has been, I hope you like my picture. I want you to like my picture. But if you don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that The attitude definitely comes through. <laughs> yeah. Conversely, and here's the long quote, because I, I couldn't help but love the dichotomy between the two. Because what does it mean to make someone for no one other than yourself? Mm. I look around this room right here that I'm sitting in, and I don't have anything that I've created other than, like, podcasts, but that's mostly just me sitting and laughing about shit with my friends. You know, what does it mean to make this good? And so let's ask Neil Gaiman, because he says, remember that whatever discipline you are in, you have the ability to make art. And for me and so many of the people that I've known, that's been a lifesaver, the ultimate lifesaver. It gets you through good times and it gets you through the other ones. Life gets hard, things go wrong in life and love and business and friendship and health and in all the other ways life can go wrong. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Make good art. Husband runs off with a politician, make good art. Leg crushed and eaten by a mutated boa constrictor make good art irs on your trail make good art cat exploded make good art somebody <laughs> well, on the no, internet look into the thing with the cat <laughs> no that's a uh, that's a haruki murakami novel oh, okay <laughs> internet thinks what you do is stupid or evil or it's all been done before make good art probably things will work out somehow and eventually time will take the sting away but that doesn't matter do only what you do best make good art and make it on the good days too and while you're at it, make your art. 
Do the stuff that only you can do. The urge starting out is to copy, and that's not a bad thing. Most of us only find our voices after we've sounded like a lot of other people. But the one thing that you have that nobody else has is you. Your voice, your mind, your story, your vision. So write and draw and build and play and dance and live as only you can. And the moment that you feel that just maybe you're walking down the street naked, exposing too much of your heart and your mind and what exists on the inside, showing too much of yourself, that's the moment you might be starting to get it right. So I think that this philosophizes me, for or lack thereof, is about this podcast and where it's headed, and ultimately what you know we have to make a movie at some point. And in the same <laughs> way that no one has heard this podcast, no one will see that movie, but it definitely has to get made. And what if it's just a movie of making this podcast or some other meta bullshit like that, like Kevin I Smith did with his latest movie? It has to be. We don't really have the budget for like an actual movie, movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can't be satisfied if we don't. Mm-hmm. Look, I've got the prototype plot for our movie. Oh no! <laughs> I'm go ahead and pitch. Here we go. Do it. It's it's uh, Thursday night. We're we're sitting down. We're getting to, ready to record the podcast. Yes. And then, oh no! What happens? The internet goes out at all three of our places simultaneously. <laughs> With no way to get in contact. James, you and I get in a road, get in a car, and attempt to take a road trip up to Vancouver. <laughs> but Russ gets in the car and attempts to take a drive down here to Dallas, we and we serendipitously meet in the middle and record the best podcast ever and win several awards. And then at the end of it, one of us wakes up. I like it up until we make the best podcast ever. I think it should end up being just a regular podcast, and we go well. Oh, all right, I'm going to head home. I'll see you. Fry, <laughs> I sold my watch to buy you these combs. But Russ, I sold my hair to buy you this watch chain. <laughs> that, that's a bullshit deal because hair grows back. So she's I know. That was what yeah. I said. I was in that's elementary bullshit. school and they read that story. And I was like, yeah. but hair grows back. And the teacher was like, shut up. Like, yeah, I get any more. I'm like, you should tell a better story. I, uh, when I was a little kid, I went to a private elementary school. I don't have many memories from it. One memory I do have is of the teacher reading us a story about Pecos Bill for some reason and how he could like deflect bullets with his muscles. I I yeah. could be confusing like that with do. my I could be confusing that with my own personal reading as a child, but I don't remember. Anyway, it was a story, and I was drawing shitty kid drawings the entire time, and she kept singling me out for questions, and I answered them all because I had already read the book. <laughs> And I didn't need her bullshit. Baller move. And uh, yeah, and, and 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 I was literally drawing while answering the questions. And I think she was kind of peeved. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough reminiscing. Yeah, of course I'm going to watch the shit out of this. I love Bashki. He's great. I love his hatred of all other humans that really comes through in the movie. It really kind of satisfies me. I say hatred. It's probably more just misanthropy. I don't think he actually wants everyone else to die. I just don't think he understands why everyone is the way they are, and he's angry about it. But this was way. his. Uh, this was his last movie before he retired from animation. Oh, okay. Well, I am looking forward to watching it. Uh, this was an easy sell, Fry. All you had to do was tell me it's a Ralph Bashke, and it's not. When I watch these, I'm not appreciating. Well, sometimes I am. It's not necessarily about appreciating the art, and it's not necessarily about appreciating the fine technical detail. It's the mood of the thing. It's unique. No one else I does this. I will absolutely give you that. Yeah, and I like it. The only shame is it wasn't a collaboration with Tom Waits. Oh, man. That would have been... Actually, How much atmosphere would that have added to it? Like, <laughs> Okay, let's spin the wheel. 
Spin the wheel of viruses. Oh, Russ has got the wheel. Russ is doing it because you went to the virus website. This is the same website. (laughs) Russ has a VPN. Hey, comedy. There we go. All right. Comedy it is. Can I put a stipulation on this? Yeah, go for it. Uh, No American comedies. I'm still down on them. Hell yeah. It could be All from right. any. It could be from anywhere else. If you find a comedy from Neptune, that's fine. If you can translate it, it can't be from the U.S. That's my only stipulation. Well, I, I don't think we'll have to go as far as Neptune. There's there's at least several other countries. That's not just because I dislike Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's not a personal vendetta. It's just I don't find him funny. You know. Anyway, is it is it because he reminds you too much of me? Because I I get told I look like Seth Rogen all the time. You're Especially when I've let my hair go. No, 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 no. It's it's one. It has nothing to do with the way he looks. It is a hundred percent a sense of humor thing that I just don't right. have or get. Do you look about as much like Seth Rogen as I look like Seth Rogen? Yeah, I, I don't think you look like Seth Rogen. Well, maybe much. the the circles I visit are mostly filled with blind people. Yeah, I've, been, I've been told it multiple times, un, unprompted. We call those people I, liars. I don't think you look that much like Seth Rogen. Fry, no. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably biased, but I, you just look like my buddy Fry. I can't, you know, sorry. Eh, that seems like a good guy to look like, too. But I love to see your smiling face. <laughs> All right. So, I have a recommendation for people here. Uh, Overlord Season 4 just came out, and if you watch the anime and you like the anime, uh, Overlord is probably... A, I would, I'm not going to say it's amazing, because it's still got some stuff in it where you're like, really? But it's better than average, and I'm going to recommend it. Season 4 is gearing up to be a wild ride of, uh, oops, actually, all these demons think I'm a really great, really, like, evil dude, and I'm just, like, a normal guy. How do I keep all these people from thinking I'm not a regular guy? And I'm really excited to see that develop in the story. And I also am going to recommend The Boys Season 3. I just finished it. Whoo, boy! They... They deli- if you I will say this if you like the boys it's more of that if you don't it's like good. the boys don't yeah it they was, fucking deliver go ahead Fry I was about to say it it's actually I was going to recommend that as well oh good and it's very similar to uh, the last days of Coney Island yeah. <laughs> about about the same level of faith in humanity and about as much gore yeah yeah but it's got a lot more hope in it though than because when you watch Basky you get the sense that like once all these characters die the world just sort of crumbles. <laughs> not inaccurate uh yeah no i i recommend it if you like the boys if you don't like the boys it's more of that yeah, and you, if you, you can't deal know with, if you want to watch this you, yeah, know, you know if you, want you to watch, watch the, the first episode of the boys you pretty much if know you, if, you if you've watched watch the boys seasons one and two yeah you'll like season three you know what's going on well i'll recommend something uplifting and cute because yeah. in the uh, Please, back in balance the, us out Back in the, you know, before times in 2019, a little show came out where you had a uh, adorable British travel presenter and sometime car enthusiast named James May talking all about oh, the exotic country May. of Japan. And now, <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2022, he has come back with James May's Our Man in Italy. Oh, okay, interesting. I I was uh, curious where he would end up. This so, time. if you like seeing this uh, <laughs> adorable British travel presenter fumble around one of the Axis powers, well, 
you uh, you can he's see gonna, the other one now. He's going to visit okay. Germany, and then the final season will be Ireland because, oops, surprise, they weren't technically an Axis power in the sense they didn't have power, but they weren't on our side. <laughs> no, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, can you edit that out? No. I don't want to piss off Ireland, please. <laughs> what the... Hey. So. Right. Any listeners from Ireland no, are I'm, upset, I will give you James's personal telephone no, number. No, please. I, I'm concerned that they'll... I mean, a I giant, so, so here's drink. the thing. There's a giant expat population in Vancouver of Irish for Uh-oh. some really strange reason. I don't know. I guess, you know, the potatoes went weird again. But um, so, Don't be shitty. <laughs> well, wait, I was being shitty. Okay. Anyway, fantastic. Um, okay. Well, I think we better end it before I say anything else that's <laughs> awful and horrible. And I apologize to everyone, and uh, especially to Ireland. I would like to ex- extend, a, and all Irish people everywhere, I'd like to extend <laughs> a sincere apology. Uh, please don't come to my house and out drink me because you will win. Or put uh, a car I bomb that because from, that's all they do right. I, I know, Shut up, Russ. I know that from personal experience uh, from a software conference where they had an open bar, and I don't remember going back to my hotel room. Fuck the uh, Pope. So any, any hoots and hollers? <laughs> God damn it. This is good. Uh, oh, uh, there, uh, Russ, you're uh, letting your uh, non-religious uh, <laughs> side. No, we always do that. If only the anyway, Irish had. I also apologize to Midwesterners for the accent. Okay, so... Uh, is there anybody else you want to offend in the last 30 seconds of this podcast? What about those, uh, I, those shyster Jews? <laughs> Jesus Christ, God Russ. Damn it. Fuck, I shouldn't have said Jesus Christ, though. That was bad. Man, you wow. got the Christians in there, too. Well done. I'm okay with that. How about holy uh, cow? No, I'm Hindus, checkmark. No, that that I didn't say that, though. Well, you I did. That. Well, if you, I'm not going to apologize for you. Like, you have to deal with that. Well, I think we, it's time for us all to sign off. Uh, we've done the recommendations. We've done the wheel. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Hey James Watch This. Have a great day, and don't drink 